Hello and welcome to episode 43 of the Dictionary of Moments podcast. I'm your host, Jason Geary, and it's time to read some stories. Super cold here in Melbourne, Victoria. It has been raining for almost 24 hours straight. The sun is just peeking through the clouds now in the early evening, late afternoon, uh, and turning the greens nice and golden. The birds are giving a little tweet before the sunset. It's quite nice. Uh, I'm rugged up, have a hoodie on, have a beanie on. It's the perfect Geary Mode. Thanks for tuning in to the Dictionary of Moments. My name is Jason Geary. I'm your host. And what is the Dictionary? Well, let me explain to you. The Dictionary of Moments is a project I'm working on to try to create an entire dictionary worth of stories where you look up a word and not only find the meaning, but you also find a story inspired by that word. I'd like to thank you all for tuning in this week and also I hope that you are looking after yourself in this time of isolation, that you are staying in touch with your friends, your family via either video means or direct contact. Uh, Remember to reach out to people, see how they're going and look after yourself if you find yourself needing companionship. I'm sure there are plenty of people out there willing to sit and have a chat to you either over the phone or uh, over the Zoomy Zooms or whatever video conferencing you're using. Um, I hope this podcast brings you some relief as well. So to that end, let's get to this week's stories. Adverb of two or more people or things separated by a specified distance in time or space. Apart. This story is for a very generous Patreon subscriber, Cecilia Herrera. Thank you. They lived worlds apart. Well, not literally, of course, but figuratively. It wasn't always this way. There was a point in time where they lived in the same world, they moved in the same circles, created beautiful works of art together, watched each other flourish and thrive. No, pushed each other to flourish and thrive. One would lift the other to greatness and then the other would pause, reach backward, take the hand of the one and fling them forward. Two souls, perfectly balanced, pushing and pulling without loss of momentum. Then, 
as life is wont to do, it took them in separate directions. There was no catalyst, no argument, no drama. They just began to drift apart. Passing one of the many invisible forks in the road that a life lived presents, they simply drifted down different paths. When they thought of each other, there was both a sense of loss and pride. They both took pleasure from the other's success and, deep inside, wished to be a part of it still. In quiet moments, when the other crept into the thoughts of the one, they could feel the umbilical, the invisible bond that spanned the width of the gap between their worlds in full effect. On the occasion, when they thought of each other at the same time, it glowed. Somehow, they could feel it. The affection, love and support of the other was still there. They remain connected, though they are worlds apart. Verb. To roughly assemble or produce something from available parts or elements. Cobble. The automata sat neatly on his workbench. Almost complete, the old man entered the room holding a small box and spoke to the automata as if it were a real boy. Here, David. (laughs) I have him. It took me a while to find the perfect ones, but I did. I have your eyes. (laughs) The old man sang and danced a jig on the spot in front of the automata, which sat, as it always did, motionless and emotionless. The old man placed the box on the workbench and pulled apart the flaps on top. There, sitting on a nest of shredded newspaper, were two objects that looked like eyes. On the left was a bottle cap, silver for the most part, with faded hints of bright red that betrayed its source. It had a large black dot marked in the middle of it to indicate a pupil. On the right was a ring, golden. No jewels, though, it did have a small mount where a gem once sat. There they are. Oh, they're so, so... So you! The old man carefully removed the bottle top with pliers and held it to the automata's face, which consisted of a highly polished brass plate for the face, a threadbare three-inch bolt for a nose, and two shriveled orange peels for lips. He reached above his head without looking and pulled down a welding device, buzzing with electricity. After some small amount of time considering the perfect position for the left eye, he buzzed the eye into place. Sparks flew briefly as if the metal boy was crying bright tears. The old man rushed back to the box and grabbed the ring. The process repeated. He took a step back and let go of his tools. The pliers hit the ground and the welder zoomed back overhead with a simultaneous Funk and zip. The old man began to cry. For the first time, his son could look at him. You're beautiful, 
He waved his hand in front of the automata's face. Do you, you see me? Of course you do. Of course you do. The old man danced and sang through tears of joy while the automata sat, as it always did, motionless and emotionless. Chat. Verb. To talk in a friendly and informal way. Chat. On a normal day, the rocks they were sitting on in the middle of the stream were used as part of a stepping stone bridge. Today, they had been turned into an unlikely place of rest and contemplation. This particular stream crossing was not well known or well used, so the chances that they would get caught or have to move for passers-by were virtually none. Water flowed gently past the rocks they were perched on, providing a pleasant sound of babbling water, while around them glowing purple leaves fell from the brightwood trees, whose trunks had recently begun to glow golden, a sure sign that autumn had arrived in Virendel. To anyone else in the kingdom, the sight of an ogre and a fairy coexisting happily would be alarming. However, these two had made their peace. These two were tired of having the way they interacted defined by centuries of misinformation and racism. These two were friends. It made life in this part of the glade so much easier. The fairy was bemused. You just let them cross now? Yeah, I just let them go over the bridge. No toll, no nothing. You don't even do your routine, asked the fairy. Nah, I'm too tired, mate. You know how much effort goes into that hole? Who's going across my bridge business? I'm jack of it. How do you collect children to eat? Oh, I forgot to tell you, I'm off children. I haven't had one in weeks. Oh, good on you. Must be tough around the other trolls. I don't really make a fuss about it, you know. Bloody grunt, though. He's like, next you'll be off people altogether. I said, what if I am? Maybe I like people. Maybe I want to keep them as pets. Now that's just as bad as eating them. Well, that's what he said. I told him to get a life. Of course, I'm not going to keep people. Even if I wanted to, it's it's more trouble than it's worth. Always trying to escape. Pleading for you not to hurt them. Who'd want to keep people as a pet? I was being facetious. Oh, I know that. Gronk isn't the sharpest axe in the woodshed. Yeah, you got that right. You know, I don't even know why I keep trying to talk to him. He's not a nice guy. You are correct. Did you hear what he did to Tink? No. What? He grabbed her, put her inside his mouth, and forced her to glow so he could do his divine teeth bit at the hogshead on Dane's Day night. Really? What an ass. I'm going to cut ties with him. Good on you. I'm going to make you an honorary fairy soon. All right, lay off. I'm still an ogre at heart. What's Gronk doing at the Hogshead on a Dane's Day anyway? Dane's Day is ogre night. Two for one children, all night long. Two for one children? Oh, well, that's me out then.
Thank you so much for tuning in to the Dictionary of Moments this week. I hope you enjoyed those stories. Thank you to the Heartstrings Project for their beautiful music, uh, which has been a part of the podcast from the very inception. Uh, please look them up on their socials, Spotify, Apple Music. You'll find some beautiful music from them on there. Please support them if you can. Speaking of support, you can support this podcast via Patreon. Uh, of course, you can download and listen for free to your heart's content. Uh, I support that. I love that. Thank you so much for tuning in. In these difficult times, I know that not a lot of people can uh, actually afford to jump onto Patreon, but if you can, it is much appreciated. Uh, you can suggest words for stories uh, at different tiers. I'll write you your very own story at the top tier, which you can give permission for me to publish or just keep for yourself. Otherwise, the best way to support this podcast, of course, is to tell your friends. Please share it on your socials if you think they'd enjoy this type of podcast. Let them know about it. Spread the word and let's build an audience. Thank you so much for listening. Stay safe and good luck in there. Follow you blindly, my